Brought to you by Integravita Wellness, here is certified health coach A. Gregory Luna with Confessions of an Obese Child. Hello, everybody. This is A. Gregory Luna. You can call me Gregory. And this is uh, Confessions of an Obese Child. Welcome back. I'm glad that you came to join me again in another confession. Um, you can find all my confessions at www.integravita.com. Integravita.com. Think of integral, take off the L, and then throw on V I T A, integra vita, which means whole life in Latin. Probably it's easier if you just Google confessions of an obese child. It's probably easier uh, to find the the uh, website that way, because unfortunately, when you type in Integravita, it autocorrects to integrative. So yes, that is an issue. Either way, though, I am excited to be back. I hope you're doing well. I hope everything's going great. I'm over here in Texas, and it's uh, late January. It is quite warm. It is quite warm. There was a time when I used to live in Alaska, and actually, I do mention this in the confession titled The Invisible Student, but I did live in Alaska in the late 90s because I really enjoyed the cold. Because see, when you're young, you're not that smart and you're like, yeah, I want to live somewhere where it's 45 below and sunlight is only about two hours a day. Yeah. And then the older you get, you're like, forget that. I don't want to live with that. I'll move to the, to the south. This is why you see so many people leaving the Rust Belt in America and moving down to Arizona and New Mexico and Texas and Florida because <laughs> old people are smart. You know, there's that saying that youth is wasted on the young. And unfortunately, I see that so much every day when I'm at school. I mean, I am a medical teacher. And so it's so true. The older you get, you realize that, that you have so much w- more wisdom that you accrue but unfortunately, you're losing the vitality that the young have. And the young have all the vitality, but they're lacking the wisdom and they're clueless. So, yeah, I don't know how I got on that tangent. But, yeah, oh, by the way, yeah, so I'm in Texas, and it's not too cold right now. So I am lamenting that. I do like the cold. I, I got a new little winter coat because I had been wearing my father's for the last 10 years. And... uh he got his in the late 50s, so it was not the most fashionable of coats. It was a light tannish coat, and uh, apparently now people tell me that was pretty ugly. So I got a new one, but I really don't have an occasion to wear it, so I need a call front to come in. So hopefully you've listened to the previous podcast. The first one was a little pro- prologue about me. You can find a backstory of me on the website. And then uh, the last episode was about why I became fat. So today's episode is titled Fat Albert. So my name is Albert. It's Albert Gregory Luna. My family's from Mexico. So sometimes when I'm introducing myself, I'll be like, Luna. Or sometimes I'll say my name is Raul, because you can say Raul in a really cool, sexy way, like Raul. Albert is not a sexy name at all. And this is something I'm going to talk about in this confession. Um, Gregory is my middle name. And just in terms of like health coaching, 
and this podcast and and I guess my business name. Uh, we're just going to go by A. Gregory, but you can call me Gregory. So let me begin, because I think this will elucidate one of the reasons why I have my somewhat douchebaggy literary name of the first name being a first initial. Is there a worse name to have when you are an obese kid than Albert? I suppose in this new millennia, it isn't so bad since my students have no recollection of the classic Bill Cosby cartoon. I guess there's some ancillary benefits to his recent sex abuse scandals. But growing up in the 80s, it was the absolute worst. I can't blame my parents for my name. Alberto, or Alberto, is a fairly common name in Mexico. And my mother confided that I was almost named Oscar. Oscar's not much better. Oscar was her father's name. So I guess I'd be Oscar. So Oscar is kind of sexy. Oscar is not. So Oscar, no offense to any of you with that name, is a pretty awful name as well. But I think I'd rather be associated with a grouchy Sesame Street character than a portly Bill Cosby one. For you millennials, Fat Albert was a Bill Cosby-produced cartoon from the 1970s. Albert and his entourage would get into all types of adventures in some nondescript inner city. The catch line and most quoted saying in the show was, Hey, 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 it's Fat Albert. So guess what I heard practically four times a day for 15 years? Thanks, Bill. I hope you cast down into the frozen ninth circle of hell when you die, along with Cassius, Judas, and Brutus being slowly devoured by Lucifer. That is a, a, a reference, a literary allusion to one of my favorite epic poems of all time, Dante's Inferno, where those guys are being devoured by Lucifer, frozen, because the last circle of hell has the traitors, and they're the, the most, uh, at least in terms of Dante Alighieri's view in the 13th century, or I, should, I should say the 14th century, early 14th century, is uh, Judas, because he betrayed Jesus, and then Cassius and Brutus, because they betrayed Julius Caesar, so, Fat Albert. Yeah, I didn't really watch the show. Uh, I just remember it being very inner city, and there was a, a cartoon character who had like a red cap he put over his whole entire head, and you couldn't see it. Fat Albert wore like a red shirt, and he had a big belly. And uh, I mentioned this. You know, my students know my first name. Students know all their teachers' first names. But they always, when they talk about you, they always just say your last name. So it would be like... Yeah, I just got out of Jones's class. Now I'm going to Luna's class. But they all know your first name. And so I remember one time I mentioned how, you know, Fat Albert was was a big cartoon. And, and I told them I, had, I didn't think they would know about it. But they were like, no, there was a movie that came out about 10 years ago. And I do remember that with uh, Keenan, Keenan, Keenan something, the guy from Saturday Night Live, the black actor that's been on that show for like 15 years. Uh, I think he was Fat Albert. So... It was just like, I don't know what the opposite of serendipity is. Uh, serendipity, bizarro, upside down land. I don't know. But it's like, what were the chances that my parents would name me Albert and that there just happened to be a show that came out after I was born? So I can't blame them for it. It's not like it was before I was born. That had a guy who was fat. And the catchphrase was, hey, hey, hey. So... Yeah, lovely, 
lovely. I had a friend in high school, Bill. And uh, Bill's brother and sister, their names were Donnie and Marie. Because Donnie and Marie Osmond were very big in the 70s. They had a variety show. So uh, those kids were picked on all the time. And the parents named them that after the Osmond siblings. So you can kind of blame them for that. So guys, just be careful when you name your kids. One of the weird things you see nowadays is just either parents... And these are pet peeves I have, okay, because I'm human and I just, you know, we all have little pet peeves. Either people, parents intentionally misspell their kid's name to make them have a unique name because they're like, well, I want my kid to have their own unique name. For example, Amy will be A-I-M-E-E. You know, just think about what you're doing. Okay, think about what you're doing. I've seen a lot of absides, which is just A, B, C, D, E in, in the alphabet in order. Uh, I've had a Ladasha, which was an L, a dash, and then an A. Uh, I've had a Tonka, a Tundra. Just guys, just, just, just give classic names that have been around for a long time. You can't go wrong with Matthew and Elizabeth or Olivia or Lucas or Mary. I mean, those names have been around for thousands of years. There's a reason why they're pretty solid. I think just stick to those. Just be careful when you're trying to be creative. Let's return to the story. The kids who taunted me were pretty clever. They would post pictures of Fat Albert on my desk or in my locker. I never do, knew who did it. They knew that if they said, Fat Albert, in class or hallways, they would get in trouble. So they would yell out instead, Hey, hey, hey. Or they would just yell out, earthquake, every time I stepped and then did the Of course, the kids would laugh and the teacher would, would try to redirect, but nothing more came of it. Even my parents would call me Albertote, which means Fat Albert in Spanish or Big Albert. But at least I knew they meant it in an affectionate way. I mean, even, even nowadays, my mom, my, my father's passed away, if you haven't heard the the uh, the second podcast or episode one, but my mother still calls me Albertote because you know that that's what they that's what your 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 parents will always call you the same name. So yeah, so the kids would get away with it by just going hey hey hey, and then I would turn around and typically I wouldn't say anything, and the parent and the teacher would just say, "Now stop, let's get back to class." You know, this was a this was kind of a standard thing you're going to see in a lot of these confessions about teachers not really punishing people. The funny thing is that even as an adult, Albert has always been a problematic name. I've been told many times throughout my life after the weight loss that, quote, you don't look like an Albert, close quote. Then what do I look like? Well, most commonly, I get a lot of Roberts and Allens. Those are my most common misnamed names. So I try when I introduce myself to say my name over and over I've read in, in, in many places that if you keep mentioning your name when you meet somebody repeatedly, then you know it's a better chance they'll be seared in their head. So I don't know what an Albert is supposed to look like exactly. I know old people will say, oh, Prince Albert in a can, and I have no idea what that is. Apparently it was a cigarette. I know Prince Albert was the, the consort of Queen Victoria from, what, 1837 to 1860 when he died. That's, I'm just a really big history nerd wonk. And the fact that I know that. I, I could just totally bore you with history. I could give you, or you could give me a year, and I could tell you who was president within two seconds. 
And I could also tell you who was the British monarch, the French monarch, the Russian monarch, and the German monarch. That's how nerdy I am. But anyways, going back to Prince Albert, I don't know what, I guess I don't know what that was. Uh, but I would get Robert and Allens, a lot of Robert and Allens in my life. So I, I don't know. Even my closest friends wouldn't call me Albert. And the reason this came about was when I went to school my freshman year, again, I introduced myself as Albert, and they thought my name was Alfred. Now, I don't know how I look more like an Alfred. Now, we think of Alfred, we think of the butler from Batman. But when I think of Alfred, I think of it was like, that's like a black guy's name, right? I look, I'm so far from acting or looking black. I mean, I can do a beatbox. I can do a beatbox. I can do the, you know, because the fat boys were really big in the 80s. And of course, I could relate to the fat boys. They were a trio of black rapper guys who did beatboxes. But <laughs> anyways, so I don't know how I got Alfred, but they'd call me, they'd call me Alfred. And then from that, they, that got to Alfredo or just Fred. So I am commonly called Fred by my college friends. Even today, when they call me or they text me, they're like, what's up, Fred? What's up, Fredo? So even my friends don't call me Albert. I mean, nobody calls me Albert. And I don't blame them. It's not an attractive name. It's not a sexy name. It's not the type of name that a woman would scream out in the throes of ecstasy. That's more of like Raul or, I don't know, Rex. I don't know why I'm going with all the R names, but it's not like Albert. No, sorry. So I learned to accept my name. What else can you do? Well, my eldest brother actually changed his name. See, my eldest brother was uh, Mario Armando. My father was a very famous pathologist in the world. He was one of the most famous head and neck cancer doctors of the 20th century. The, the man was a stud. He wrote something like 300 medical articles and 37 books, and he was the head of the American... Pathological Society, the Latin American Pathological Society, and the European Pathological Society. The man was a legend. So my oldest brother was a junior, and so he changed his name to completely because I, it was difficult for him to live under the shadows of my father, which makes complete sense. I never had the wherewithal to do it, partly because I'm not a junior, and I think it's I think it's difficult to be a junior. Now, I'm not telling you to aim low and not achieve in your life just so your kid can have a junior and not feel bad about it. You should definitely strive. But I guess uh, just, you know, be wary if you're a junior. I know some people will have a third or a fourth or a fifth, and so you feel pressure to do it. But just, again, be careful with your names. Just be careful. I've grown tolerant to Albert, and even more particular to Gregory, for it is a perfectly acceptable middle name, so I'll use that. So if you're wondering why I go by A. Gregory Luna, it is because I like the name Gregory, and I like having the first name initial. I enjoy it, how it rolls off the tongue, and it is a throwback to famous literary figures in the past, like F. Scott Fitzgerald, or even the esteemed 80s heartthrob C. Thomas Howell. If any of you know movies in the 80s, you have a little chuckle there. Uh, C. Thomas Howe was in a couple of movies like Red Dawn, the original Red Dawn, where the uh, the Cubans and the, the Russians invade America. They remade that movie a few years ago, but I, I didn't see it. But see, he was in that. He was in a movie where he pretended to be black. I don't remember the Soul Again, Soul Man. I, I don't know, but he did some movies back in the in the early 80s. So he was he was a first name initial. Like with all types of processing of the past, go with what works for you and don't care what others think. And so, yeah, 
You can call me Gregory whenever you post something. Call me Gregory whenever you email me. Say, hey, Gregory, I want to get on your podcast. Let's let's talk. Let's chill. Um, call me Gregory. You don't have to call me a Gregory because even I know that's kind of sounds like very douchebaggery. So don't do that. So that is the end of confession number two titled Fat Albert. Yes. So I would love to hear from you guys about names that you might have. Let's say you were Marge and they called you Large Marge or you were Bertha and they called you Big Bertha. I mean, I don't, I certainly don't think I have the monopoly on horrible names. I'm sure there's others out there that probably have a worse name than being called Albert when, uh, when you were overweight. So I love to hear from you. So please post a comment on my website, www.integravita.com, but just Google Confessions of an Obese Child and then peruse the different confessions and then post there. But please post on episode two uh, if your name is you know, something that was the object of derision. And as always, please, if you can, go to iTunes and give me five stars or four stars or three. You know, just 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 put in something because I think I'm not really knowledgeable about IT stuff. I barely am figuring out how to do this. Uh, just just post something and subscribe. That would really be great. You know, I I would like to do health coaching and podcasting, all this on the side. And I think one of the steps of that is just getting some some reviews. So please do that. I do want to mention the music that is in this podcast. If you listen to the prologue, it was musicless. It was the sounds of silence. And uh, we figured out how to add some music. And see, the, my my dream was actually to get Blue Monday by New Order. I am a creature of the 80s because I have two older brothers. So uh, I was in high school when grunge was big, but I didn't like grunge. I thought grunge was so overrated. No offense to anyone who likes grunge. It just wasn't my ball of yarn. Uh, I loved new wave synth 80s pop music. And of course, it's considered so gay now, but most of those bands actually were gay. But I liked The Cure and New Order and Erasure and the Pet Shop Boys and Duran Duran and Culture Club. Yes, all the effeminate bands. But anyways, New Order had a great song that I think most of you would recognize called Blue Monday. And Blue Monday and Bizarre Love Triangle are probably their biggest hits. Bizarre, Tri- Bizarre Love Triangle is still played on the radio. It's. It's like, every time I see you falling, I get down on my knees and pray. But Blue Monday starts out with the boom, 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 and then it just builds up. It's a great dance song. Anyways, so I wanted something, I wanted to get that, but apparently I could get sued if I do something like that. So I don't have any money, so I can't get sued. So everything on the website, everything is, 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 uh, yeah, it, it's, I'm not getting any money out of this, so I got to go on the cheap. But I did find a website, a free music royal, free music archive. I think it's free music Ar- FMA, where you can go in and find different ones. So I wanted to find something catchy because I wanted something a little techno-y, a little ravey, like I was imagining. I had some glow sticks, and I'm in the dark, and metaphorically taking X, you know. But uh, I wanted something that just a little picked me up. Now I first thought maybe I should do like Gregorian chants because it is confessions. Of an obese child, so I thought a little Gregorian chants, or I would even like put some Gregorian chants, and then I would be like, Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedictus tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus, ventris Jesus, which is the Hail Mary in Latin. Uh, but I was like, uh, I don't know. Actually, that probably would have been a better idea because techno music really doesn't work with uh, a, a podcast that theoretically can be um, 
maybe difficult um, depending on, on the guests and so forth. But anyways, as you can tell, I have a propensity to go off topic. And my students will tell you this all the time. I tend to pontificate and then go off topic. And they love to try to get me to go off topic because, of course, the class is just tick-tock, tick-tock. And next thing you know, it's the bell. But please post and uh, go to Confessions of an Obese Child and post something. And I hope to hear from you soon. Aside from that, drink some green tea, eat some dark chocolate, sleep well, drink apple cider vinegar, say your prayers. God bless. Take care.